Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I said this before, and I'll say it again. I would hate now to be trying to embark on the buying of a house. And I feel so much for youngsters and young people in their 20s and into their 30s who are trying just to get on that ladder, trying just to buy or nail down the deposit for that first house. Like, the problems trying to get deposits and trying to get someone to lend to you and the salaries out there in the market just don't match the cost, the shocking cost of property. Justin Cullinan uh, runs memorybootcamp.com, a financial planning service. And Justin, you've addressed this in a in an interesting series of, of instructions and tips for people, and we want to talk about it. Good morning to you. Hey, morning, PJ. So just to clarify, it's uh, moneybootcamp.com. Moneybootcamp. Um, yeah, so basically, um, you know, it, it's a tough situation out there, but, you know, looking to give a bit of hope for people that there are things that they can personally do to yeah. help them out. So, you know, if I say, say anything here that it works for people take it away and if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you you know because sometimes you talk in generalities and people get annoyed when it it, it doesn't suit them so you know if it, if it doesn't work it's not for them so the first thing people need to do is is answer the soft questions so figure out you know long term what they're looking for right because you don't want to buy in the wrong place you don't want to buy at the wrong time and you want to make sure it suits your long-term goals mm. so you know, if, if you're someone who is childless now and you're planning on having kids, you don't want to be trying to rush in to just get any sort of property you can get, end up in a wood be- wooden bedroom apartment, and then you end up trying to have two or three kids and you end up not being able to move. So you want to look at the kind of softer side questions. Are you going to be putting down roots? Where is that going to work with your long-term career plans? Um, where you want to live? You know, a lot of times now you have, not everyone here is Irish anymore. So if someone's in a relationship with someone from abroad or they're from abroad, you know, do you want to be going back home to your family or are you going to be staying here in Ireland and where are your jobs, you know, going to be best? Be that Cork, Dublin, you know, one of the towns, whatever it is. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, absolutely. I think what a lot of people out there now, Justin, that at least have spoken to this program, is they'll take whatever they can get at, at within yeah, and, their and, budget. And that's, that's a big problem because what happens is 
people rush into things and you have all of these powers pushing against you. You know, you have your parents, you have all the, oh, property never goes down. It's the best thing. You talk to any, you know, real estate people and they go, by now it's hot. So you need to be careful not to rush into things and make sure if you're buying, you need to be buying in case this is your forever home, be that whatever it is. Does that make sense? It does, of course, yeah. I mean, I remember when I bought my my first house back in, well, it was the 90s. Um, I remember thinking, right, this is where we'll be forever. Uh, but it wasn't, you know. Um, and, and, and that's fine if that happens. You know, that's it's it's better that that happens and you're ready for it to be your forever home. And, you know, your situation changes and you're able to move rather than going, ah, you know, I'll change in a few years if things work out and you end up stuck just because you rushed in. What is a minefield, or seems to be, is the rules about lending and how much you need to have as as a deposit and where the hell you're supposed to get that money? Yeah, look, it's a tough one, but a big thing I see with people is they they don't understand the rules. And it's, you know, they're, they're almost, they're simple. It's difficult to get there, but it's simple. You know, you've got three big rules. So you need to hit the deposit, first time buyer 10%, switcher 20 are an investor 30, right? You have the income rules, which is three and a half times your income, be that on your own, or if you're in a relationship, your joint income, right? And then the third point is affordability. So that's, can you actually afford the mortgage? So you hop on one of these mortgage calculators and see what the, you know, the price is, the term, and it'll give you your monthly uh, amount. So if you're hitting that with your savings and your rent, you're fine. You know, people think sometimes that their rent doesn't count. But if your mortgage is going to be a thousand and your rent is eight hundred and you're saving two hundred, that will be okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course, rents are so but, much. You know, it, higher it's, at the it's moment. tough. Then, rents are very, very high. Yeah, like rents are higher now, Justin, than than most mortgage payments, and that's a general statement I know. But I, like, take here in Cork, uh, you know, you would pay. You'd pay less on a mortgage for a property than you do to rent it. Yeah, and that's that's the tough one as well when people are looking to switch. But you know, if 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 you're able to if you're able to build that savings, or even if you're able to build any savings and show your rent, that's what the banks need to show that you can afford it. So if your rent is going to be higher than your mortgage, you know, once you have your other ducks in a row you'll be able to to move forward with it, you know, because that's a big concern people have. Okay, I know I can afford the mortgage, but I can't get there. But if you can get there, you can show your rents more, you can show your savings. Bank, other lenders are going to give you the, you know, the mortgage you need. Get good at record keeping. And you talk about good financial health. What's that? Yeah. That's more than just having money in your pocket, I guess. No, there's 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 a lot of things to this. So, okay, if if you're looking to get yourself a mortgage, you're looking to buy a home, okay, you want to do the basics. You want to set up your automatic savings, set up an account, you know, label it mortgage or label it a home uh, deposit. If you're not meeting that rent plus amount or if your rent covers it and you have a bit of savings there, great. If you're not getting there, you need to start cutting expenses but a big one now, you said it, the, the, you know, jobs, a lot of times at the moment, people are staying in jobs too long. The job market is hot. So, it, you know, you see it, okay, inflation is going up. But 
if you're in the job, you need to be going to your employer and asking for a raise where possible. And if, if, if it's not possible, you need to start looking elsewhere because there are a lot of jobs out there right now and they're having to pay people more. So, you know, if you're able to change a job, it can be a great time to do it right now. And this might not come up for a while again. Yeah. You talk about financial hygiene. What's that? Okay. So financial hygiene is tidying things up, right? Okay. So you'll get a lot of stuff on this, but this can be a simple one of, you know, people will make bank transfers to their friend and they'll put silly notes. There was an article on this recently saying a bank had reached out to a guy, you know, saying, okay, we know it's probably a joke, but we have to investigate tell your friends to stop saying ISIS payments and things like that and, and transfers. You know, uh, you want to make sure if if you have your transfers going around to different accounts, you're not hitting the overdraft. You're not getting charged with those, you know, you don't have money, so we're charging you money expenses because they look bad for the bank. They're things that they don't want to see. So if you're going to be putting money into your savings, try keep a couple of hundred quid extra in your account before you do that, your current account, so you don't hit your overdraft, you don't get those extra charges, and these are the you know these are the little things that'll mean you're you're not gonna you're not gonna trip up on something silly. Mm. Banks like to see a fairly clean record for the six months before you go looking for money, correct? They want you to be as boring as possible. No surprises, right? They want to look at your account and go, yep, your money comes in this day of the month. You pay money out to your rent this day. Your savings goes out this day. And, you know, we can see essentially the same meals every single day. Like, they don't want any surprises at all. Now, that doesn't always mix with people's actual lifestyle. But if you can make it look more and more like that, you'll be better off and it'll be easier to get along. How far back do the bank look when you come to them for a very large loan? So, look, mo- most people, they're, they're going to look back six months anyway. That's the standard. If, if you have your financial hygiene in place, if everything's looking good, they won't have to look further. But if you're a bit messier, it, you know, if, if you have a bit more of a complex situation, they will start looking back further. So that's where, especially say if you have your own business, you really need to have your ducks in a row because it can be harder when your income isn't as stable. Yeah. Now, uh, a lot of people will be renting and working on contract and it's much harder for them to get mortgages. Any advice there? Uh, This is is one that's, like all these things, it's a lot easier to say than is to do. You know, it is... When you're looking to get a mortgage, it's better to be in a, you know, secure, full-time, permanent job. So if, if you can, sometimes people need to, to, you know, pass up a job opportunity that could be better, you know, but in the short term, less secure, just to get this in a row. You know, it's the same way that sometimes you'll see women will kind of... Um, plan the ability when they move into a company that the maternity leave might not be paid over you know after a certain amount of time so you need to plan for these things and think about how your timing and your timeline of when you want to buy is going to be impacted Mm. so that's like i say with people job switching if your timeline is i want to buy a home in two years you know now is a good time to change jobs if you're near the end of your your timeline, you say, ah, I'm three to six months from, you know, hope to put a deposit down. 
don't change a job, you're going to put yourself in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You, you always seem to have this message that, look, it's hard, very hard, but it can be done and the help is there. Yeah, like, you know, we, we're bombarded with negativity because, you know, that it, that sells and that's that's good for the news. But there, there's people getting homes every single day. So, you know, there, there's there's hope out there and there's, you know, there is the ability to make these things happen. So, you know, people can, you know, people can lean on their friends. If you know someone who's recently gone through the process, make sure you talk to them and you know what's coming. People are often surprised by the costs and the charges or the little things that come up that you wouldn't necessarily know about. I had a client in the last year who did not know about, or actually last year, probably two or three years now, didn't know about the help to buy scheme. That, when you included that in his deposit, which is allowed, it meant his two-year timeline, he was actually able to get a home in the next three to six months for him. So... You know, you don't know what you don't know. So you can go to professionals. You can come to people like myself, moneybootcamp.com. You can walk into the bank and go to brokers. You can go to friends, anyone you know who's good with money, people who previously bought a house. You know, there's a lot of knowledge out there and we don't talk about money enough. Yeah. So it can be done and you can lean on people to help. Last question has come in, Justin, and I'll put it to you if you have any idea where we might go with it. Is there any way around this situation? I bought a house from family with a large loan from the credit union. I'm divorced, okay. but still named on a previous mortgage, but I have nothing to do with the house. Where do I go? Um, <laughs> any sort of messy situation like this, a little bit messier, talk to a solicitor, talk to an advisor. Um, that that's not something I'd answer off the cuff without looking into the details because that's that's going to get a bit more complex. Yeah, yeah, De- definitely go see a solicitor there. I think Justin, thank you very much. It's uh, it is moneybootcamp.com. That's it. Pleasure, PJ. Bye now. Cheers. The opinion line on Corks ninety six FM. A lot of people were talking about the, this dream, you know, at one point during lockdown we're all working from home and we're looking at building home offices and getting online and moving the job parent wouldn't it be lovely to be down in west cork looking out at the sea and getting doing a bit of work done and you have the shortest commute in ireland to just downstairs into the kitchen make the coffee sit down look at the sea and just click away on the computer and fire. how lovely it would be but then lockdown's gone and people are back in the offices um, has it all faded like every dream does, like every lovely dream, it fades or goes grey or you look at the weather and you go, actually, do you know what? Maybe it wouldn't be so nice down there now. But Magella Galvin uh, is with Network Ireland West Cork and has been looking at the whole property scene and you're uh, the, the vice chair of the Chartered Surveyors in that part of the world, Magella. Has the gloss gone off West Cork a little bit now that things are getting slowly back to normal? Good morning. She's on the line rather than the WhatsApp, beg your pardon. You, you certainly painted a lovely picture of West Cork. Didn't and I? it it is all of that. Um, so I suppose really, yeah, people are kind of going back hype with working and things like that. But we still have the demand for properties out here. And West Cork, I suppose, the one thing that the pandemic has done, it has really changed 
the way people see things and people are kind of really looking at the quality of life now mm. Mm. and where better can you get than West Cork? There you go. And the hardest day's work is eased by a glance out to sea or a walk Absolutely. in the countryside Absolutely. in West Cork. Yeah. And so there would, you, have property would, prices gone crazy down there or are they threatening to go crazy? Um, absolutely. Like property prices are, um, you know, they've come on the past year, like they've 15%. You're talking, you could see 20% in coastal areas. Absolutely. There is, I suppose, our biggest issue, PJ, is there's not enough properties there. We've too many buyers and properties aren't coming on the market. And um, why? I suppose one of the main reasons is, you know, sellers are sitting in the fence. Because in the end of the day, in the end of the day, you have to remember that a seller is also a buyer. So they're looking out in the market and they're saying, "What do we buy?" Lack of alternative accommodation out there. So, you know, sitting on the fence, afraid to put their property in the market. Mm. So that's particularly in the second-hand market. So that's why we're seeing a huge shortage in supply. Yeah, and with a shortage in supply comes a massive inflation of price. And then the worry is we get a bubble and we know what happens to our peril when bubbles burst. Is there a danger of it? Well, I think a bubble is a hot topic at the moment, absolutely. It's it's throughout a lot of people's minds. But I think, like, I suppose one thing, PJ, I always say is that nobody can predict the future. Um, but what we do know is that the demand for property far exceeds supply. Yeah. And I suppose the difference now, PJ, between now and 15 years ago is that the market is not fueled by credit. We're seeing a lot of cash buyers mm. and the central bank lending rules are keeping us in check. Yeah. Looking at figures that came out there from the CSO in the last few days about the amount of money sitting saved that people did things like cleared overdrafts and when they weren't going out on a Saturday night they were doing things like clearing overdrafts and paying off old bills and stuff and now there's money sitting in bank accounts and you're saying that that reduces the, 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 the danger of a bubble, does it? Well, I suppose what we're what I'm saying is that, um, you know, we have first-time buyers coming into us having saved up a deposit because they went home to leave, they, you know, they saved from going out, holidays were stopped. So it's, it's phenomenal to think that, you know, you saved a substantial sum during that time. What kind of stuff are people looking at? Was it old properties that had a bit of character and you could love them back to modernity? Or was it the more modern stuff? Like, I'd be a mad fan of glass yeah, Lots and you know, I have to say I love the glass myself, PJ. I'd be a Dermot Bannon fan that way. Um, I suppose it really used to look at what, what type of buyers. You, the first-time buyer who are mainly looking at the new home market with good energy rating, um, and that's fueled by the help-to-buy scheme, the green mortgages. Um, the- Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you go on, you look at the trader upper who are typically families looking for more space, again, looking for the rural area um, with good amenities and being close to family. You then go on to people downsizing. The type of property they're looking for is something with low maintenance and usually close to towns and villages with good public transport and amenities. Mm -hmm. But I suppose one thing that we're finding overall the board is that with, I suppose, a property that is ready to walk into is the top seller, mainly because if you have a property that requires work, people are simply afraid of the rising cost of construction yeah. and, you know, the shortage of labour. Who do they get to do it? The uncertainty there. Yeah, yeah. The cost of, even the cost of putting a small extension on a standard home that you might buy, that cost has gone up dramatically in the last 12 to 18 months. Is that Absolutely. affecting buying and selling? It, is, it, is it affecting selling and buying? Well, I suppose what it's doing is it's causing uncertainty there and we, de- we definitely see, as I say, that properties that require work are slower in the market mm, mm. and they're really kind of depending on the cash buyer. Yeah. Now, if I was to look at areas where you'd like to go in West Cork, for example, you know, Clon, um, Skibbereen, beautiful Baltimore, you know, there are particular areas that would come quickly to the mind. Are there places that people are looking that we mightn't know about? Well, I mean, all coastal areas are in high demand. But would you believe, um, PJ, like West Cork in general is in high demand. And from a, we've had a lot of people coming down from Dublin, Limerick, you know, who would have sold their properties, say they sell their semi up in Dublin for good money and they get a fine sized property down in West Cork with great value for money and mm. um, so there is a lot of that going on but um, you have then you, you look at city buyers even especially young professionals who are kind of priced out of Cork City looking at commuter towns like Bandon Carrigaline Ballancolleg but even Ballancolleg now you know is, is has reached capacity so you know people are looking outside the box, they're widening their search. Mm. You mentioned the commuters. Like, is is commuting a problem given the increasing price of fuel? So you might find your lovely home down in West Cork and it's close to a main road and it's a grand, handy commute into town if you have to come to town, but the cost of that is skyrocketing too. Um, absolutely, PJ. Um, but I suppose one thing we have to look at is how we're living, behaviours, the way we're working, and um, this hybrid working is um, causing is is more sustainable, mm. and it's both it's facilitating people to work from home, and um, 
which is saving time and costs. And employers are generally um, finding it more productive. Mm. Coming back to the, the sort of areas that people are looking at that we might not think of, you mentioned Bandon Town and, and places like Downlong. Would, would, do people look at one-offs that are on sale? Absolutely. Um, in fact, there is a shortage of one-off housing in the market because I suppose that goes back to planning. You know, they're, they're, the, the tendency is towards high density and at the moment people are mad for the one-off just a few kilometres outside the town. Very hard to get. Um, so it, it's kind of down to what condition that property is in. Mm. Is it then, and you often hear this term, a seller's market at the moment? Yes, um, I suppose it's a great time to sell a property. You've less competition, more buyers with savings from the pandemic. But PJ, you know, it's not without challenges. Um, you have to remember sellers are buyers as well. So they're, as I said earlier, they're looking to buy a new home in a market where there's limited stock. Mm. And you can get caught in a chain as well. Absolutely. But I think the main thing is, you know, the wise thing really is always if you can to sell before you buy, because, you know, if you go in and you want to put an offer on your next dream home and you say, oh, my, I have to put my own home up for sale, you're not going in with a strong offer. If you have your cash in your pocket, you know, as they say, cash, it came. Yeah. And I suppose, PJ, it's also about, you know, how to handle those challenges. It's about sitting down with your chartered estate agent and having transparency, planning your move, setting your timelines. And, you know, your agent will work around that with you. Yeah. So, and I was talking previously to to Justin, a financial planner on the programme, and I think what I'm hearing from you, Magella, to finish up is, right, if you decide you want to move to West Cork, if the job will allow, if circumstances will allow, if you have a bit of money and you've, you have an eye on a location, sit down and don't run tomorrow. Start planning. Start talking to people like yourselves down there. Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, I suppose a, an important thing which a lot of buyers and sellers aren't aware is that they are people that come to us with off-market properties, meaning they don't want their properties advertised, but we go to our own internal database of buyers and to find a, pro- a, a buyer for that. So if you're not registered, say, on our database, you might know about the property coming for sale. I see. I see. So it's it's it is very important. And look, we're in the business over forty years and we're more than happy to sit down with anyone and discuss the challenges and help them through this journey. All right. Listen, Magella, good to spend time talking with you about beautiful West Cork and people who want to move there for the new world in which we live. Magella Galvin, she's a, with DNG Galvin Voice Estate Agents, or Galvin Voice Estate Agents. Thank you very much, Magella. No doubt we will talk again. Courts 96 FM.